0: Uh, hey, this is Ross Bing with Roleplaying over Radio. This is an RPPR special on uh, something I should have done a long time ago. We Years, won't judge yeah. you. Uh, okay, thank you. Uh, mm-hmm. It is. This is going to be a special on Base Raiders Power Creations uh, because this is the, by far the most daunting aspect of Base Raiders as a game because it is the most different from other Fate games except for Curb Club, which is what I... This, this comes from Kurt Rose Club Fate Edition because I, uh, um, it's an open game license game, so I just copied it and uh, used those aspects of it. Uh, but uh, the it uses, um, so yeah, to explain that, uh, when I was creating Base Raiders, I was looking at different options. I knew I wanted it to be a standalone game, so that left out Mutants and Masterminds and Savage sure. Worlds because while they do have third party publishing licenses. I could only do a campaign guide, not a standalone game. This is all you need to play the game. So uh, I looked at OGL superhero rule systems, and uh, this is the best one I could find that would suit the needs of Base Raiders as a game itself.
1: So you adapted. Uh,
0: I I adapted some things. I added some new rules to it, but a lot of it is I use a lot of the nomenclature um, in it because uh, Kerbos Club is a Victorian-era, 19th-century pulp uh well sort of classic pulp you know um, superhero game you know with mystery mm-hmm. men and whatnot and so they use the term strange skill um, because the the people with powers are called the strangers or the strange uh, and so I use I keep that in it, which is kind of confusing base raiders but I also use it interchangeably with superpower or super skill uh, so um, in terms of game mechanics uh, a superpower in base raiders is a strange skill. Um, that uh, allowed that uses the skill trapping diagram to generate what its effects are. Uh, there are two aspects: for it, the power tier and then the trappings. The power tier represents how powerful it is, uh, and these range from mon- the, the, the power tiers are mundane, which is normal human, mm-hmm. extraordinary, which is peak human performance, but still technically possible, feasible, you know, Olympic mm. Olympic athlete. Usain Bolt. Uh, Usain Bolt, well, and also like MIT uh, scientists or mm-hmm. Nobel Prize winning scientists in terms of intellect or uh, certain celebrity actors in terms of charisma or things like that. Um, and that kind of thing. Uh, and then, of course, you have superhuman, which is transcending super Beyond, uh, human, beyond you, human ability. Yeah, your standard, uh, I, I always thought of it as, say, like a Spider-Man or, an, or one of the um, street level type. Street level Like a standard X-Men Not like mm. one of the Cosmic ones You flip a car Yeah you flip, you flip a car Swing You can around. fly As fast as a plane Or something like that uh, Teleport a short
2: distance You're not throwing
0: bullets. Or a pretty long distance But mm. maybe not Every second or whatever uh, Then there's Ascendant Which is when you're Getting into the uh, I'm really powerful, so uh, in in a lot of ways. So, a lot of the DC heroes. I throw an aircraft carrier. Uh, uh, yeah, well, that's actually more godlike. Okay. Ascendant would be uh, actually a lot of the DC heroes. Or uh, right, there's a
1: plane trying to take off, and I just grab a whole wrapper chain around it and stop. Yeah, it well, there. yeah.
0: And so, godlike. So, that's the So, the difference between ascendant and godlike is a little murkier. Godlike is the most powerful tier, that's uh, the literal Superman or Cthulhu level. Mm -hmm. I can do a thing, speed force, yeah, yeah. So, um, every character in base raiders has a number of refresh points, uh, which represents their general potential for power. Uh, super player characters start between six, eight, or ten. Refresh six if they're low power, eight if they're medium power, ten if they're high power characters, and this is set by the GM to determine what kind of campaign mm-hmm. they want. Um, and then uh, they also have skill points which you can use to get skills, and you can also spend them to improve your superpower. So, the first thing, um, so the power tier thing, you just spend a number of refresh to get a power tier that's very simple like extraordinary is one refresh point, superhuman is two, uh, ascendant is four points so of double. refresh. Yeah, well, not quite doubles, and then there's just a bump from from superhuman to ascendant, um, and then godlike, because ascendant is a lot better than mm-hmm. uh, superhuman, because again, most people that have superpowers are just going to get superhuman tier, so having one tier advantage is pretty significant. So it's um, 0, 1, 2, 0, 1, 2, 4, 6. 6 points for godlike. So. Um, uh and you can get more points of refresh if you get vulnerabilities um well, you know, a kryptonite kind of thing so um but then you have uh and so most people find that pretty easy to get into so but the main thing is what does your superpower do mm-hmm. uh, and this is when we get into trappings trappings are basically game mecha- game mechanic effects okay um so these are not and so they can be skinned or uh Sort of customized to fit any kind of flavor, so you know resist damage could be your you you have bulletproof skin or you are made of rock or you have a mystic shield that covers your entire body or mystic force field. So it doesn't matter how you how it works in the setting of just, the game universe. It just does it. It's just how it affects the game mechanics. Does that make sense so far? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, it's right. the effect, not the cause. Yeah, it's the effi- it's the game effect. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's the, how the, what the rules of your power are. So. Um, on page 113 of the book, and there's also a uh, PDF, or PDF uh, uh, handout uh, on baseraiders.com where you can download and just print this out. There's the skill trapping diagram, and this is what throws everyone off. Uh, well, not everyone, but a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so when you come with the superpower, you have to figure out what trappings you want it to have. What are the things it can do? Uh, and it's very simple if you choose one trapping. Because uh, if you look in the bottom left, there's the, every single trapping has a sort of... Uh, polygon shape around it and there's a solid line a dotted line a thick line um and then so a solid line trapping costs one point to add a dotted line one costs two points to add and then the special the thick lines are uh, special you have to go to the uh and those are basically minion and variable because uh, sure. those are special trappings and you kind of have to figure out what kind there's multiple ver- there's variants within uh, trapping so yeah. you can have simple minions or advanced minions or uh, uh, all right uh, so, not hitting your ankle power, so the <laughs> yeah, that would be resist damage or <laughs> yeah, there res- we go resist damage oh, complication'm I'm, I'm, I'm
1: glad I'm, <laughs> I'm glad my thing here could create a learnable, yeah. learnable moment
0: there you go um so the 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 complication comes when you want to be able to do more than one thing with one superpower because there's the advantage is if you load a lot of trappings into one strange skill, one superpower. You can just pay for that refresh to get it to a high power tier once.
1: So it's going to cost a lot of skill. And you
0: can points. also skill. Uh, well, you can also then put all your skill points and make that your highest level skill. Mm-hmm. So you have remember your skills uh, in any Fate game go from one plus one to plus four, and you can. It's uh, you have to follow what they call the skill pyramid, which means. You have to have at least an, an equal number of skills below that skill. So if you have a plus four skill, you need a plus three, a plus two, and a plus one. Um, and so there's a so a plus four skill is really important, really powerful. Uh, so if you load it down with a lot of trappings, you're hey, you're really versatile and you're really powerful. So in order to balance that out, the more trappings you add on, the more expensive it costs you. Um, a skill point, a strange skill, not only has refresh cost, it also has a skill point cost, and this skill point cost is just To get it to plus zero, this is not so. You have to spend the skill points to get it plus zero, and then you have to uh, spend skill points to get it from plus one to plus four. So there's two ways you spend skill points, which is I know not the most elegant way to do it, but it 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 simulates. I mean, there's there's a sort of balance between complexity and playability and uh, being able to simulate superpowers of all kinds. I I,
2: I see it like as a. We'll get more to this later, but again, because it's not the cause, it's the effect. It prevents a lot of. Forgive the phrasing but weird comic book bullshit where it's just well technically speaking if i control gravity at this specific level <laughs> I
1: yeah i can create a black hole
2: yeah instantly like it's a tiny black hole and it will, it will, i mean because it's a fake
0: game you could still kind of do that with aspect maneuvers and shit like that but it
2: gets more expensive yeah. and you can't just ass pull it as badly
0: so. yeah the thing is about fate you everyone has to have a little bit of game design sense because it asks you to come up with the mechanics yourself to a certain degree so when you say i can manipulate gravity what does that mean in game terms right so um we'll be simple uh well we'll do we'll do two complex things. Alright, so let's say uh well I can manipulate gravity on myself, so I'm really tough and hard to hurt. So we'll say uh I'll have resist damage. Now that's a dot that's the very top left. Resist damage is two points, so it costs me two points, skill points to get that. Mm-hmm. Now if I also want that right below that they have stress cap, which means capacity, health. Okay, so I want to be really hard to hurt, and if I get hurt, I have a lot of uh stress, I can take a lot of hits. So Uh, and there's just a thin line connecting the two. So that means... Now, if you look at the lines, it's also in the bottom left, you have to uh, pay to cross lines on trappings. The trappings are all connected... Well, there's two blocks of trappings. And... um, so, like, all the physical things are on the top left and in the bottom right are all the sort of social and mental things. Yeah. And so if you want to have these two trappings, you have to pay for not only the trappings themselves, but to cross the lines to connect them. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so and this is what throws this off. So in the
2: gravity example, we're saying he's going to be hard to hurt because things just fall down before they hit him or deflect Or he's so dense. But it could also be if he can manipulate gravity, you'll say the player goes, oh, I can manipulate gravity, therefore they might want to throw leap and move unusual. Okay. You know, like they so, want to walk up walls. All
0: right, and that brings in extras, too, and we'll get to that second. Unusual is an extra. So true, true, true. Uh, Resist damage is two. Now there's a, a standard line to cr- connect it to stress capacity. So that's one point, and then another two points because stress capacity health is another two. So that's two plus one plus two. That's five points. Have those two trappings as a skill. And that would if you got that, that would get it at zero plus zero, and then you have to spend additional skill points to raise it from two plus one, 2 plus, uh, up to plus 4 as a standard Mm -hmm. skill. And then you have to spend refresh to get it, you know, normally just be mundane capacity, which isn't really good. So you can spend 2 refresh, let's say, to get it superhuman tier. Now, uh, let's say if you wanted to add LEAP to that. Yeah. Now, if you look at the chart again, um, there's a uh, diamond line, which is two points to cross. Uh, and again, I copied this literally from Kerberos Club. This is, this is a, I've spent hours and hours making sure I was using the exact same symbols, the exact same thing uh, to do that. Now, there's a diamond line between stress capacity, health, and physical force. If you're looking at it. And physical, we're not getting physical force in this example. We decided not to. For we decided not, not to. So, but we, we, first we have to spend the two points to get that diamond line to pay for that. And then there's a standard line from physical force to leap. So we have to pay another point for that. And then another point for leap. So that's an additional two, one, one. So 3, 4. So that now we're up to nine points for three trappings. Does that make sense? Good. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So... That's the problem with wanting to get a lot of trappings in one skill. You're paying a lot more, especially as you're moving down the chart or getting two disparate things. If you want resist damage and, let's say, shoot in the same thing, that's – let's see. That's a lot. That's like – yeah. If you look at the – if you're looking at the chart now, you can – I'm not going to calculate it right now, but – that would be like a, a lot of points just to add that up together. So yeah. uh, that's sort of the counterbalance thing. You can't be a Swiss Army knife and do everything. Um, so now the other thing is also trappings that are not connected to each other by any lines. Um, you, you can just pay for separately. Like the initiative. That's just two points. So if you wanted initiative physical, that would be – so we go from 9 to uh, 11. Mm-hmm. But if you wanted initiative physical and initiative social, that would be two points. Plus four because there's a diamond line between it, mm-hmm. and then another a two, so <laughs> two, 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 another six. So now we're up to fifteen. Um, so yeah, it, mm-hmm. it it gets higher and higher. So um, so that's the basic logic behind it. Now there's also uh, uh, Sean brought up a extras, yes, which are things to um, there's extras and drawbacks. Now uh, extras are things that give that have a flat cost. Um, and you apply these to individual trappings. So uh, unusual is the the Swiss Army kit, because you just say it's
2: it does... What was your unusual? Uh, I think it was just the idea of it's a move unusual because you'd be able to walk up a wall.
0: Okay, walk up a wall. Yeah, exactly. So move in, by itself. Now also keep in mind, uh, every trapping has rules for it. If you look uh, starting on page 116 of base raiders uh, all the way to 116 to 135... Uh, you can look up move and read what it does a move just says literally you you move fast but you don't have but yeah. if you want to be able to move in a different way like swim or fly or up yeah. walls you have to spend one point for unusual because that's something because un- the baseline is what a human can do mm-hmm. so humans can't normally walk up on walls that would be unusual Quite. so um, you would add one point and weird. add that to move so you- move plus unusual
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, now if you wanted to add that to, uh, unusual to every trapping Like, let's say, resist damage, uh, unusual radiation. Like, you can block... Normally, I would say radiation you couldn't block with resist damage because it's just going through your body. But let's Mm -hmm. say I'm lead-lined, so... That would make sense. Um, So that extra only applies to one individual trapping. So even
1: if you have multiple
0: trappings... In the same skill, you have to buy and, it separately. And
1: again, that's just the game effect. Cosmetically, you know, you could all say I absorb radiation and then expel it with, by by a tutti frutti smelling fart. All right. And no, if you wanted yeah. that
0: fart to have game mechanic effects, you could pay. But, it if for it's,
1: but if you say that's how it happens, like fine, it's the same. It's the same game effect. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. the the extras are psychic,
0: range, spray, unusual, and zone. Psychic is um, basically magic or psychic bullshit. So like, yeah. if you want. Uh, let's see here. The, the standard thing I think is, isn't there a communicate one? Um,
1: um, psychic
0: and, uh, influence would be. Oh yeah. Psychic or convince. Like psychic plus convince is mind control.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, and that kind of thing. Or psychic plus, uh, insight. That's mind
2: reading. Or psychic plus, uh, what was the physical force would be? Yeah. telekinesis. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, like, you wouldn't be able to... You, you could just do it with three... You wouldn't have to make any gestures. You wouldn't have to do anything. You just think about it and it happens. Range is obviously increasing the range trapping. Normally, shoot has the range of, like, a pistol. You could give it additional range for every point. If you wanted, like, a sniper rifle, you give it two or three points of range. Spend three... You know, range times three and then, like... You could shoot really, really far. Uh, Spray is it affects multiple targets in the same zone simultaneously. The hand grenade or flamethrower kind of thing. Uh, So if you want to mind control everyone in a room, put spray on. So it would be convince, convince plus psychic plus spray. And that would be your control everyone in a room. Or zone, which is even better all targets uh, in the simultaneously and indiscriminately. So spray would give you a little more uh, control. So unusual then could also modify these existing things. So zone, you could have zone plus unusual to say uh, no friendly fire. So, you know, if you want to be able to set anyone, everyone on fire except your friends, you could get zone plus unusual. So then there's drawbacks, which work the exact opposite way and are really key to min-maxing your shit.
2: Um, but also, make keeping it more interesting, more compelling.
0: Yeah, know. it also is really important for the flavoring, too. Um, so, at yeah, now the thing is, every uh, drawback uh, the drawback applies to the, the one thing is that, uh, they're different from extras because drawbacks apply to the every trapping in the skill if it's relevant. So, um, so it's not just one, I mean, it depends on the context. So, like, one thing is you can have aspects complications, so these are aspects that then the GM can use the rules but can compel you. So uh, let's say, Uh, what would be a good aspect? So for the complication, for the gravity power, complication, um, let's say unpredictable. uh, It just goes off on its own sometimes. Yeah, it goes off on its own sometimes. So if that was a minor, that would be worth one point. And that may happen every once in a while, but if you get two points, that's a that's a that's a personal aspect on your character. And the GM should be like, Oh, it goes off while you're talking to the mayor. Right. Yeah. Um You're, you're in the middle point.
2: you're in the middle of a gunfight, now you're floating.
0: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> or your friend's floating, worse yet, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's So um so it 's whether it 's a nuisance or a reoccurring problem in the character 's life, so it 's one that 's worth one point that reduces the cost by one point you don 't get any bonuses you get also all super skills all strange skills have to have a minimum of one skill point cost, so you can 't reduce it to a zero or you can 't get it to where uh, you can 't just load up so many drawbacks that you actually get a you know a, a rebate or a positive thing from it you don 't know yeah, you, it always works yeah it always costs at least one point uh, conviction. An additional conviction aspect, so it's like uh, I must use my powers for good, you know, so you can never use your powers to personally profit, you know, yeah. without spending fake points to deal with that personal issue um, the other ones are charges um, charges are, you can only use it a number of times per scene or session, so usually the number of times is the equal to your skill, so if you have a plus two in that skill, you could use it twice per scene or twice per game um. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Then delay. Uh, skill takes time or effort. Um. Or both to activate. So if it's a delay, maybe you have to make a successful uh science skill check in order to activate your uh, gravity yeah. power.
1: Or maybe it takes uh, it takes a round to activate. Mm-hmm. That's the simple one point one. So mm-hmm. the, there's
0: more descriptions on exactly how much e- each of these is worth at most two points. By the way. Um focus you need a device possibly breaker uh, breakable in order to use the skill so this is where the item stuff is now I also have additional things for item based powers uh, which I added to the rules and we'll get into that uh, a little bit later but that is
2: a part that some people have been confused about yeah item versus skill so yeah
0: item versus skill so skills can be item based like the power ring kind of thing so or your cyborg implants or whatever so
2: uh, it's your magic object that you
0: happen to be able to use
2: yeah
1: Mm -hmm. so you you can also say it's also an item, but you can't lose it. So, that would, mechan- mechanical wise it's it's it's, it's the yeah. Same if you thing. don't
0: take the flaw, focus. the thing is, remember, this is making a weakness on your character. Right,
1: but you could also say that you know if it's something you can't lose, you can say, well, it's still an item, but. I, mm-hmm. can, it, I can never lose it so it's still it's, mechanic wise you could, that's just a cosmetic thing you could say yeah yeah it's, if, it's, if mm-hmm.
0: it's like my power ring is always with me and even if it's not I can will it to me instantly then it's from anywhere in the multiverse then you might as well be a mutant like in terms of game mechanics it's, mm-hmm. it's intrinsic to you it's yeah so but you uh, could
1: say like, but a, a nice cosmetic thing for yeah your it's character. cosmetic
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, it's way but you didn't get any yeah. game mechanics. and instead yeah, come
1: on in superhero games cosmetic can't actually be important
0: right well you didn't get any mechanical benefit no. from it. Yeah. No. You didn't you didn't actually take the flaw. Snag. You now snags are interesting because complications are things that complicate your life. And the complication could also be like um, oh, they could also be external. It doesn't have anything to do with the power, per se. Like, my, the, the uh, evil biotech company that uh, created the drug that I used to gain my powers is hunting me. That's a complication.
2: I sold my soul for my powers, and the demon basically just shows up and says, Guess what you're doing today? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. uh, that would obviously be a major complication.
0: Like, yeah. unless, the, unless the demon was like an imp and just kind of like, I'm just going to annoy you unless you do whatever. Yeah,
1: I, I can't imagine why you'd bring that up.
0: Yeah, what? Uh,
1: That's totally not a, something for a character you're doing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, Snags, on the other hand... Are are limitations of the power itself. Uh, for example, if your power only works during certain times of the day, like night powers or day mm-hmm. powers,
1: it can't affect. Right. Well, in the case of like Foot High Science Guy, his super his super science snag is he's also literally one foot tall. Um, I think I have that. on. Well, that was on. I think on this amphibian. That was on this amphibian. yeah. yeah. yeah
0: so good. obviously he can't carry things. He can't uh, reach the top shelf. Can reach the top shelf without taking additional effort. So yeah, um, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, that becomes an aspect, um, and that aspect can then um, basically you can use it as a bonus. Like I want to spend a fate point to activate my foot high science aspect um, in order to uh what do you call it uh, dodge the enemy so mm-hmm. like so they so they can't, can't that that can work both ways but um let's see, consciously activate, that's a major one, you know, uh, only work during full moon, so these are limitations on the power stuff, so that's the difference between complications and snags, Uh, snags are the specific limitations on the power, and um, these are minor, those are worth one point each, and major, two points each, so if you can only work during the full moon, that's definitely a major limitation, yeah, Um, taxing, uh, that means you need to spend a fate point every time you use your power, uh, which is, that's definitely worth two points, Uh, transform, means you actually have to transform. So you turn into a werewolf, you turn into a magical girl sailor scout, or a magical girl sailor scout werewolf. Uh, my personal favorite. Um, and
1: You're a genius, Ross. <laughs> yes, you're a genius.
2: So... Um, that brings us to magic, doesn't it?
0: There's minor and ma- major variations of that. So basically, you can, depending on how much of a limitation it is on your character, that's whether it's worth a minor and major uh, variation. So those are the drawbacks. And uh, there's also specific things for magic, like uh, ritual magic versus spell magic. Uh, and those are sort of variations on that. Um, so those are the basic things. Now, uh, other things to keep in mind you also have gifts. Uh, now, gifts are. Um, every character, every player character starts with one <coughs> gift. And the thing is, if you really want a power game, um, well, I mean, min-maxer character. I do this with a lot of NPCs in in base mm. raiders. Um, there's a companion that's a that's a gift that uh, is basically a little NPC that follows you around as your butler or helper or whatever. Equipment equipment can upgrade your skills or gear, but that's not really a superpower uh, signature aspect. You know, you can evoke an aspect for free every scene. Theme, um, circumstantial benefits in a certain area, but here's the important one: skilled. Yeah. Skilled gives you plus five skill points. Um, now, here's the thing: you can spend one point of refresh to give yourself an additional gift. So, you, if you are ten, especially like a ten refresh character, a ten point mm-hmm. refresh character, you could spend like say three points of refresh to give yourself plus fifteen skill points, which is a and lot. then or and then you get your free one, so that's four, so that's an additional twenty skill points. So you can load up and get really fucking. Powerful, uh in one skill um but then obviously you're giving up a lot of fate points um and you're also if someone develops like your gm says oh well his superpower is neutralizing this type of superpower which is your one power mm, yeah. uh so there there is rock paper scissors um uh so that's sort of the basic idea of it um of superpower creation in this is using this chart uh, and kind of figuring out what you want to do. So let's let's do some examples.
1: So, um, Tom, do you want to start? You want to sure. sure. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's the character I'm really wanting to play at some point. Okay. Shapeshifter. Shapeshifter. Okay. What what kind say, of let's say character? specifically animal shapeshifter.
0: Okay. So in terms of game mechanics, if you want to pull out your mm-hmm. copy of the book which so I have, have right you there, you want age 113. Man- you want to pick animal. All right. All right. So does he want to be able to... So one thing is also with... uh, So this would be a good example because we mentioned earlier minions and variables. So Mm -hmm. this would probably be variable. A variable is essentially um, a special skill, a special trapping uh, for things that are very... Like shapeshifters and wizards and gadgeteers. Those Mm -hmm. kind of characters are are kind of like, oh, well, I can do anything. I'm a jack-of-all-trades kind of character. So this is on 134. So variable, there's two types... Once per scene and once per game session. So, is this guy, is your shapeshifter frequently shapeshifting or can he only do it every once in a while? Frequently. Frequently. So, that would probably be every scene. Mm-hmm. So, let's see here. Um, all right. So, the way this would work, the way I would do it is um, every time you get a point of a variable trapping, you get basically a pool. Of one point, so and for per scene that costs four skill points. So uh, let's say you get uh, a pool of three points. That mm-hmm. so three times four is twelve. So for twelve skill points, you could have variable times three. That means every scene you then get three skill points that you can then allocate to develop a new custom superpower mm-hmm. for that scene only. So you can so with three points you can't do a lot on skill trapping, but like in one scene you could uh, strike. Uh, And then parry. So that's two points. And then you can get it unusual. Strike plus parry. Uh, Parry unusual bullets. So you have super fast lightning claws that can, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. parry bullets or whatever. So that would be your werewolf thing. Sure. And you can dump even more points into it. So that would be my advice for uh, a shapeshifter would be very well. And then, of course, you can lower the point cost by putting in limitations, you know, drawbacks. Uh, So would there be any drawbacks? For your mm. shape shifter, mm.
1: I don't know. I mean, there's uh, I, I don't know if this would be a you know drawback. It's just uh like, you know, can't do anything that animal couldn't do. So I can't talk to anyone or
0: okay. So that'd be snag. That would be a minor snag. So mm. that's worth one point. Sure. Uh, so you can only turn into a given. Uh, uh, and also, do you have any limitation on what kind of animal you can turn no. into? No. So even imaginary animals.
1: Um, I'd say I was going to say Anything that could Actually physically exist Okay But, but, so but alien yeah. creatures Yes Even alien creatures Okay so
0: basically anything Yeah So that's not re- There's no real drawback there Yeah
1: so no so, drawback there.
0: Okay so So that's So right now it'd be a, uh, If you wanted uh, Three or, or four points that Four points would be Sixteen Minus one Fifteen points for that mm-hmm. um, And then if you wanted Anything So variables by itself if they, are, are there any powers It would have Regardless of form or is it always going to be totally based on the animal? Um, I, I mean, that's the other thing. is You can also pick a different skill to represent yeah. anything like that. So the shape-shifting, I would just put it like variable force. So, every, so that would mean that you have a pool of four points you could allocate differently every scene. So if a combat scene, oh, I'll get dodge and uh, mm-hmm. move and run away. Or, I turn into a gazelle. Yeah. yeah. Or I get parry and strike. Or if I need to just pick something heavy, I'll get physical force. Um, move unusual yeah. I'm a dolphin exactly so. uh, and that kind of thing so does sure. that make
1: sense yeah that sounds right that All sounds like right. right. and also uh, what would be like the uh, disguise power
0: there's a couple of different, well
1: there's literally a disguise uh, trapping trapping yeah yeah I'm trying to find bottom that. right bottom right Okay, okay, so I've wanted to add that. Mm-hmm. In order to me, like, and I can also just become other. I can even become other people. Uh, yeah, that
0: would actually variable by itself. So you can add any other trapping for one point right now. So for, or you can add disguise. for So one it's point.
1: essentially, just using a bunch of variables, it could essentially be like, I can damn or become anything within reason.
0: Well, variable plus disguise. So mm-hmm. you, so it would be fifteen for your four points of variable, and then um, with the one drawback, you can only do what the animal mm-hmm. does. Um, and then, so you can't. Uh, and then, one point for disguise because they're not linked up. You don't have to pay anything. So. Right. All right. Does that make
2: sense? Yeah. All right. Uh, Sean. Okay. Um, one quick idea, just to throw out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you brought up the idea of having powers that negate other powers. Now, mm-hmm. would this be a variable situation? Like, if you have the power of Nope, um, you deactivate trappings. Is really how I would think it would work, but okay. So what kind of powers? Uh, like somebody can fly, and you can say no, you can't. So usually, what what I,
0: how I think of nullifying powers is a different. Is it usually a type of uh, shoot or strike or something like that, an attack power that targets a type of power source? So like an anti magic ray, right? So, so let's say somebody. So, and, yeah. so uh, anti magic ray right, would yeah. be shoot yeah. with a lot of complications. So shoot can only be uh, a snag, can only be used for aspect maneuvers, can only target, can only use aspect. So that would be a complica- That would be a major snag. Can only be used for aspect maneuvers to nullify magic powers. Yeah. So uh, yeah, a- so it literally can't do damage. All can you yeah. use it as an aspect maneuver to nullify magic.
2: Right, which is one of the most dickish moves. Anyhow, I- you
0: yeah, I'm flying. Yeah. No, you're falling. But only if it's a magical flyer.
2: Right. Now, if, like so no, so
0: if, it's, if it's any type of flyer, uh, that could be shoot net, you know, like yeah. you're shooting a high power net, and they just, it just tangles them up and draws them to the ground. Yeah. Or it could be a gravity beam, in which case it, you, uh, if it can only, be, again, the, the game mechanics, so if you're targeting flyers, just gravity beam, shoot, compli- uh, snag, only can be used for aspect maneuvers to nullify flying powers.
2: Right. So instead of magic powers, it's flying power. So you just have to like that's how I justify it. So if you were to do more of a general, let's just say an anti-magic ability, it's not yeah. specifically for flying. It's it's counter magic. Yeah, it's a counter magic. So if there- you make it, it's, it can counter. Any magic point it's just you're using a variable with a specific state mm-hmm.
0: The way the, uh, think of actually um, the power your character used in uh, Gate Nine, the uh, clumsy fighting, yeah, haphazard, yeah, haphazard, haphazard fighting, because right. he could only use haph- he could only yeah. create aspect maneuvers. He couldn't hurt anybody, so use aspect maneuvers to represent the nullifying, and you just have to pick what kind of thing it is. If it's a very, if it's a um, And I guess, I mean, you could just say it's a power nullifier, in which case maybe it's a, oh, strike. You have to put the collar on them, or you have to zap them with your anti-powers gun, or it's a dart gun, in which case it's shoot, but it's a physical dart. Yeah. In which case it has a number of
2: charges. It's a supernatural ability to push people down to the mundane. Yeah, so aspect maneuvers are how you nullify yeah. powers. You okay. go with that? Um, uh, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, that's something
0: I've, I've, I've known. I've, uh, that's how I've pictured it in there, but I haven't really articulated it for other people. So uh, I know I've used that in certain APs, but yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so yeah, power, power nullifying aspect maneuvers. Awesome. Um, and if you wanted to have a power that nullifies powers, just kind of figure out um, how it's delivered. And it could be a psychic thing. Maybe it's yeah. uh, convinced, plus psychic, plus... You know, uh, and then
2: use snags to limit it so it's only that thing. So yeah, yeah, that Anyways. works. So yeah, because I that's part that kind of showed up every now and again, and it can be rather interesting. Yeah, I guess that does bring uh, gonna sort of bridge over here. Sure. Uh, one of the more interesting and complicated uh skill trappings, as we discovered during Gate Nine, <laughs> minions.
1: Uh, yeah, minions are. So I'm, wait, I'm sorry, I was I was lax in my d- responsibilities. Gate Nine. There we go. Yes, it was mentioned. It was mentioned. I had okay. to do it.
0: So, no, you actually have free will. You don't have to do it. Free will is a lie. Okay, you're just Tom. Compellings are fake ones. Beach with a snag. Uh, <laughs> all right. So minions are described on one page, on um, page one twenty five, uh, starting on page one twenty five, going to one twenty six, uh, and basically um, there are two points. You make a skill roll uh, for two points. You get simple minions instead of giving them skills, you give them scopes. Uh, there are rules for basically minion characters in the GM section. Uh, that describe how minions and these these sort of characters work. Instead of like giving them individual skills, they say they have physical, mental, and social. So they have physical plus one. So everything they do physical is plus one. Yeah. Everything mental they do is plus two or whatever. Um, and then uh, for let's see here, doo, 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 doo. Uh, for twice, for sk- four skill points, you can have uh, you can call in advanced minions. Uh, they have the full skill pyramid. Um and then so yeah, this is page one uh let's see here. want one, page one seventy seven, I believe. Uh double check. Yeah, page one seventy seven, not chapter one seventy seven. <laughs> uh, I found a typo, weirdly enough. Uh
1: so my god
0: It hey, adds play. Yeah. So read read the read the description on page one twenty five and decide whether you want civil minions and then or advanced minions and then kind of stat them out ahead of time. I know I didn't I didn't I do it as well as I should have. Well, yeah. we
2: we we were going more. A lot of times they were status effects or bonus yeah. bonuses related, and that's all I was looking for. Anyways, they were yeah. just a minor effect that occasionally came in handy. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, it was almost a variable with a huge set of snakes the way I ran it. But. Yeah, no, and I think it worked fine. I mean, the thing is also base raiders, it, it,
0: it very much, yeah, feel free to house rule it, feel free to modify it. Uh, Lord knows I should do a new edition of this at some point point, um, but uh, and sort of rework all the stuff or create, paste a program or do a web based version or if there's any talented programs out there want to create a proper skill uh, trapping diagram I would, I would hey. love you forever send you free books uh, I will send you all my free books <laughs> um, alright so that's good uh, Tom do any other uh, examples you want to go through uh,
1: powers
0: um. anything kind of vexing you
1: no, actually, well, just a question. Sure. Um, okay, how would... I know it comes I know it comes with some aspects, like magical being, but mm-hmm. say you want to play, like, I'm immortal, but, I mean, but it just means I'm unaging. Unaging? Yeah, because uh, that doesn't strike me as, like, a power that you would have to invoke or anything. No, that would be... I would
0: honestly tag it on to some other skill, uh, especially something related to health. Which like, would
1: just be, like... As an unusual,
0: one point extra. Mm-hmm. So, because uh, unaging being... Okay,
1: say I, had, like, I could take, like, a healing power and just tack on... I'm also unaging.
0: Yeah, there is. Actually, for treatment, uh, there, there the treatment powers or the healing powers. If you want a regeneration power, for mm-hmm. example, you get treatment, help. treatment. Again, is on or not again? But a treatment scope. There's three scopes: physical, mental, social. Uh, treatment, health. Uh, page one thirty three. Uh, if you want regeneration. You would um, give yourself the snag, can only heal self. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then give yourself the unusual, auto-heal self. No skill, no. you don't have to do anything. It just happens automatically. So, and then of course on godlike tier, uh, you can resurrect people. So that's that's if you want to, you know, Wolverine yourself back yeah. to uh, from a skeleton to a normal person. So Wolverine
1: would have to. Yeah, the and then just, but then just tack on a, just a one point, you know, unusual. I'm also one agent. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because again, think about the main thing. In base readers, the
0: rules focus on what are the effects in game. Like you can say whatever you want about your power, but what will it actually do to other characters mm-hmm. or the environment? And so, unaging, what does that mean? Like, what is the game mechanical? effect? And it like, means nothing in game. I mean, yeah. And I'm guessing
1: for like, if I was going to do that same shape shifting power, if I want to say I can always have a weird movement thing, always. That just know so I could add just a new movement unusual. So, so like it's like so whenever I want I can have an unusual move form. Uh, well, I mean that would again be variable. So if you,
0: the, the if you wanted to add a static trapping to your thing, like move unusual, that means if you were to like move unusual, climb up walls. Mm-hmm. If you had move unusual plus variable, that means you'd be like I turn into a dolphin, but I can still cra- crawl. Up uh, I walls. Gotcha. yeah. So you would just uh, That's,
1: yeah, yeah, it's easier a dolphin yeah. with spider legs.
0: Yeah, I would just <laughs> yeah. Um, so the, that's why you have your disguise and your variables. So you, you can always look like another person, disguise yourself as someone mm-hmm. else. Uh, but if you want to... And also, that disguise is just literally disguise yourself. It's not lying. That would be a separate... Mm-hmm.
2: That's guile in, uh, right. in order so to... So if your character deep. was a cop, you'd have to tell them that you're a cop. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: I'm a shapeshifter. You know, I have to tell uh, you that like, I'm a shapeshifter. I was like, 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 are you really a dolphin, sir? Sure.
2: Would, <laughs> I think that would have made the thing a little more uh, more more interesting. Oh, because I was
1: like, I, "Hey, are you the creature?" Yeah. <laughs> like, like, all right, like, like, did you infect anyone else? Like, him. I'd have gotten like, away with it too if it weren't for you meddling scientists. Like, no. all right, get in the line for the flame right. Like, yeah. all right.
2: Uh, Sean, any other powers? Um, let's see. Um, I think one of the more, one of the things that might be interesting, I, I really, this would just be more of a snag with a power, is if your character couldn't use the power on themselves, the reversal of that mm-hmm. auto So your character can grant other people powers, but they can't use it on themselves. Yeah, it actually sparkles the
0: horse, the unicorn, yeah, and he uses that through variable, I believe, and yeah. with complications
2: so. and snags that give that. Also uh,
1: be afraid of him.
2: Uh no why he's a nice so your character, character is essentially a spirit or a genie that the group picked up along the way yes as a kind of a, you know a yeah giggle. I
0: get get the supplement for sparkles look at that. I try okay. I try to do as good I as I good making sure all the power the point costs work out uh and all the powers work out so look at yeah look at the supplements for base raiders uh in terms of the NPC and how their powers are started out I try to be as consistent as I could. Uh, I didn't have an editor, I'm sorry. Uh, I tried to do as best as I could. Uh, But superhero games are complicated. Uh, That's not an excuse, I'm sorry.
2: No, but on the other hand, you're using a very... Rich setting. Uh, put it that. Way. It's it, a rich tapestry. Yeah. Oh no, I mean, I'm not. I'm not using that as like a. I really mean it is a very rich setting. There's a lot going on in this, and yeah. a lot can happen. Well, anything, literally anything, can happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it's a lot to put rules on that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, another thing, also for the power nullifying. Uh,
0: the main thing is, um, if whenever you're thinking about how your power nullifier works, uh, think about how a person would resist that. And if they resist that by dodging or blocking it, like dodging it or resisting it as a damage, like it's an external thing, um, like say a dart, you know, yeah. um, uh, that would be a shoot or a strike
2: trapping. It's like a psychic sort
0: of thing. If it's a mental thing that would be resisted through willpower, that would be through the menace trapping. Menace yeah. inflicts uh, composure damage, which is dif- – like the way it works is, yeah, um, every trapping – in the combat trappings, uh, uh, there, are certain, there are certain trappings that are assigned to uh, attack a certain scope, uh, physical, mental, or social, and there are, there are trappings designed to defend a certain scope. So, uh, think about that.
2: Yeah. Um, um, another thing, I guess this is a weird situation that it's not immediately going to be in people's minds, but for our Booster Genie example, yeah, yeah. let's suppose he's got the variable trapping mm-hmm. and you know, all these huge exceptions about how he can do certain things, but, you know... Mm-hmm. Would it be possible then to figure out a way to temporarily boost somebody else's, uh, what's it? Tier, power tier. Or is that just way too, way too bent? Um, yeah,
0: definitely be variable, uh, because variable covers everything. I don't know. Um, and if it was a specific type of power tier, yeah. like say you you were like the god of muscles, and you you could yeah. add a power to increase someone's slowness, so um, if somebody's got super
2: strength, and you just mm-hmm. yeah jack that up.
0: Uh, so you could actually use physical force as the trapping, and then put uh, psychic plus extra unusual, uh, psychic plus unusual to say can grant uh, power tier. Uh, physical force to someone else. Okay. Um, I would definitely, that, that, I would definitely run it by the GM first.
2: Okay.
0: Uh, if it was anything, definitely variable would be the only thing that counts. But it was, if it was one specific type of thing, then use that trapping, then add psychic and uh, unusual to sort of justify that, and then um, maybe let the GM have some snag ba- snags or complications, saying okay. like you can transfer your tier to them temporarily, so yeah. if you lose your tier, they gain your tier. And Basically. also cap it godlike, obviously. Uh, or they can, they only go to your your tier. You can't raise someone
2: above your own tier. That's, that's kind of what I figured out. Yeah. Again, that's a, th- that's a thing that will probably eventually come up. Because, again, yeah. there's so much you can do with this game. Yeah, you
0: know, if you want to do the Dragon Ball Z thing. lend me your yeah. power for my spirit. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. The thing that always misses.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. your your, yeah. Descri- your description of Dragon Ball Z was so... Right on. I know. What? I don't know. Wait, wait. You left one thing out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we don't have five hours to go through that. uh, Multiple episodes. (laughs) Um, Are there any other things? So, yeah. uh, uh, Think of like everything in in base Raiders is designed for uh, pose checks to be like this versus this. One skill versus one skill. uh, And then normal skill checks are just... Um. just a simple role. So it's, it's not designed to be complicated. Just, um, again, look at the... Read very carefully the instructions on page 113.
2: Um, uh, the PDF on the website yeah. also clarifies a lot.
0: Yeah. So. And there are several character creation uh, survival guides and other th- articles on BassRaiders.com. And um yeah, if you have uh hopefully this clarifies some things uh, about it. I should've done this a long time ago, but better late than ever. Uh any final thoughts?
1: Uh, uh yeah, I think we covered quite a bit though All right. You can expect more base raiders in the future, that's for sure. Um, yeah, we got
0: uh we we're just about to start uh tier two. So bases.
1: Yep. All right, uh
0: I'll talk to you guys later.